Well, we finished GeekCon. We did. We, we survived. We survived. And then we were exhausted. Yes. Hence the reason that this is not coming out immediately following GeekCon. <laughs> but here we are. Let's talk about GeekCon. Clicks, what is going on? We have received a signal from a new area on the planet Eagerly. All right, let's see what the planet has for us today. Opening forms in three, two, one. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 142 of Com Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad you've hit the play button today. Whether you're joining us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're finding this podcast, hey, thank you for being part of our community. Uh, this is a special episode of Com Talk, most because it's late, and also because this is our GeekCon review. You know, I feel like we've been doing a lot better with Com Talk. Mm -hmm. So the fact that this is only a few weeks late and we've <laughs> had content in between means that we're just still doing better. <laughs> we are doing better. Hey, if you're new here, I'm Dallas. And with me here is uh, Celeste. My, my beautiful bride, Celeste, uh, co-host, co-founder of Geek Devotions. And... Um, this is our post-con debriefing, and uh, originally this was going to be like a mega podcast where we were going to have interviews with our team all within this. However, uh, the conversations we had with some of our team members were really long, and we realized that they needed to be their own podcast. Yes. So um, this is just going to be Celeste and I, and over the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear a couple more conversations between us and our team talking about GeekCon, debriefing, and talking about some of the great things and the low things, and and everything in between. So, that being said, let's get into today's conversation. Celeste Mora. Yeah. Tell me a highlight of GeekCon. Mm. Highlight of GeekCon. The one panel I went to. <laughs> the one panel? I went to one panel. It's a highlight. And it was John Kassir. Um, he voices the Crypt Keeper, mm -hmm. but he legitimately is an interesting person. He has been in the business for a long time. Yeah. And just hearing him talk, because for those of you who don't know, I do some voice work. I don't do a lot. Don't get paid. But <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, I, I uh, what I call piddle with it. I, right. I play with it a little bit. Right. And but if you would like to pay her, <laughs> that can be arranged. Um, but yeah, he had a lot of interesting insight into voice acting and mm -hmm. what it was and what it is now. And it's just, it's, it definitely was interesting. I always love the voice actors that come though, that especially when they do a panel. Yeah. Um, I did not get a chance to meet the lady who voiced Rogue. I really wanted to. Yeah. She was gone before I had a chance. No, for real? Well, because Saturday I had a headache. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I had gotten dehydrated. I hadn't taken care of myself Friday. Mm -hmm. Ended up dealing with some, some health issues. And I'm pretty sure I was dehydrated, still left over from the issues. And so all day Saturday I had the most blazing headache <laughs> and like couldn't think couldn't function was barely like 
because nobody remembered to bring ibuprofen or right. any form of pain medication there. There was no way to go get any. So it was like, okay, well, I'm just going to have to tough this out. So like a lot of things on Saturday would have been better had I not been dying. <laughs> yeah. And it was a long day. Like for those of you who didn't know, we had a booth this past year at GeekCon. We did. And um, it was cool because we had our team in town with us. And they helped to relieve us some. So you had an opportunity to walk away and relax a little bit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But for the most part, you and I were the primary people at the uh, at the booth while our team walked the floor and geeked out and loved on folks and did some stuff. It was a great, op- and I guess this is a second highlight for me, but it was a great opportunity for them because our team is, is all not here. Right. They're all over the place. We have people who help us. They write, they podcast, they do music reviews they do movie reviews we have a group of people who care about what we do and this was the first time that any of them had gotten a chance through geek devotions to go hey i'm the face of something right and get to talk to people and then to see the this this little crazy little youtube show we decided we were going to start six years ago (laughs) and see people taking that mission and right. going you started this but we're going to keep going with it yeah like that was that was definitely a highlight for me is getting to watch them work and and like especially kevin yeah because kevin is great about networking oh my goodness he's, like, a, he's a rock star i don't it. understand how he does this he's got like no fear he just is like hello i'm kevin i think he uses the accent as the icebreaker and just walks into it. And people are just so fascinated by his voice. Um, because legitimately, like, I I developed a relationship with the Bozier Library. Yep. It's it's building from on previous years. <laughs> uh, one of them is a friend of a friend of ours. And so we kind of had a starting thing. But I legitimately, by the end of the con, they were like, hey, somebody gave us pizza. Do you want a piece? And I was like, yes. And so... <laughs> Heck yeah. Like end of Saturday, I'm over there munching on pizza and they're like packing up and we're talking about all the crazy people. <laughs> and during that time, one of them goes, hey, is is Kevin part of your team? <laughs> and I go, yeah, he is. And they're like, is he Irish? Because <laughs> apparently in his talking with them, he was because sometimes Kevin slips into where it doesn't quite sound as Irish. Right. And that's the, the Floridian in him. Mm hmm. And so I'm like, yeah, he's, he's, he's Irish. <laughs> so, but it was just good because it wasn't that they were, they weren't talking bad about him, but mm-hmm. they, he legitimately had come over, let them know they were loved, had conversation with them. And then I got to see some of the fruit of that. Yeah. That's one of the things. Um, and I say this in a later interview with our guys. Um, there was a highlight for me mm-hmm. was seeing them, do amazing things. Be absolutely fantastic on the con floor. Oh, yeah. And seeing the fruit of that, encouraging people, loving on people. Um, Branson going out of his way to help find prayer for a lady. Yeah. Who was struggling with some stuff. And the team encouraging people, loving on people through various ways. Um, John um, was on the con floor and he was interviewing people, asking them what their favorite terrible movie was. That is an episode of the bottom shelf that is out on the podcast feeds. And I loved hearing that episode Mm -hmm. because again, it is John. Now, if you know, John on a personal level, you know that he is not a super people person. Yeah. 
he he and I are very similar in our we like people. We have a certain amount of energy we can devote to people. But the con was stretching us both with right. our <laughs> there's so many people around. <laughs> oh, Stranger danger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just listening to him talk to different people mm-hmm. was great because oh, yeah. like I'm going, that's growth for him that's stretching him that's god moving through him because Mm -hmm. if it was up to john he would have talked to no one but (laughs) right but because of john's love of people his love of god and his dedication to our mission here Mm -hmm. he stretched himself and it was fantastic to listen to absolutely it was so good so yeah i mean i think that's where my highlight is and I, again, I said this in another podcast we have later down uh, here coming out in a couple of weeks. It's just seeing the guys do amazing mm-hmm. and loving on folks, encouraging people. And it there were so many doors that were opened, not just because we, we were there, but we as a team mm-hmm. corporately were there encouraging people, loving on people. And we were able to see some really cool things take place. Yeah. Um we had a, a young lady come to our booth that was dealing with some anxiety mm-hmm. and we got to encourage them and, and kind of help them <laughs> calm down a little bit yeah. and find some bounds and find some peace. We were able to answer a lot of questions for people who were just really struggling with like, how do you guys do this? Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that's the most common question we get. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? Yeah. We're like, we don't know. We just do it. <laughs> so, but um, that was definitely just a highlight for me. Yeah. Um, it's it's because one of the uh, cards on the table when we were structuring this podcast, my thought process is, what was a highlight of the con? Thinking something normal, something like oh, seeing this person or this thing, and then talk about something spiritual we got out of it. But that was kind of my highlight was that spiritual aspect of it yeah. was seeing our team grow and seeing people genuinely encouraged. Yeah. Um despite other things are taking place in people's lives. Yeah. So there was definitely like some of the highlight was getting to meet the team in person. Mm -hmm. Like I freaking love squid. Yeah. (laughs) She is so awesome. She's so fun. And like, you know how you have friends online and you're like, "Mm, are they going to be the same in real life? Or is that just a, a persona? And she is the same. Oh yeah. And so like, like you weren't here when she and Danny got here, which Danny is awesome too. Oh, I love Danny. Um, but I don't have as good of a, a close of a relationship sure. with Danny. But she got here, and we're getting them in the house, and she was laughing because she was like, "There's no back door," and I was like, "You're in the garage. Keep coming." Um, <laughs> and so she walks in, she sets her stuff down, she goes, and then she looks at me and she gives me a big all hug, and I was like okay, we're doing this. And then I was like, you know what? We've been friends for like two years now. So that's normal yeah. to hug. And I was like, I have a, my friend in real life and she's really my friend. She's not just <laughs> tolerating me online. <laughs> that's funny. Well, speaking of friends, I had a, a highlight of the con for me that was personal. It was outside of, of what we were doing at the con mm-hmm. was I had my childhood best friend in town. Yeah. John Frutiger. He, uh, he flew down. Which got um, a little confusing. On a whim. Um, like literally, he and I are talking about the con. And mm-hmm. and he's been connecting with us. He's been in our stream several times. Uh, he, uh, he's he been a supporter of ours in various ways over the years. And he's like, I'm coming down. 
and having him here. Yeah. And reconnecting with him. Now, he looks completely different than the last time I saw him. He is a big old boy. So, context. I have not seen John since the summer of 2003. That's the last time I saw John. He's a big old boy. (laughs) His beard did not reach the top of of Kate's head. Like we were standing for the picture and I'm like, his beard's not even touching her. Right. And he is right behind her. Oh yeah. <laughs> but be able to connect with him and chat with him and, in and as Francisco puts it in the meat space. Oh, I hate that phrase. <laughs> but to, to do life with him and, and uh, to talk and, and Kurt, even though during the con, we weren't able to hang out that much. Mm-hmm. Um, the time we got to was great. And the fact that, like, he was there for the con, but he was there to encourage us also. And and he was. It was encouraging to have him there. And the fact yeah. that he, you know, I, again, he wasn't like, I'm here to support you. And, and, like, he wasn't, like, you know, out passing flyers around or anything like that. But he was there. Yeah. He was present with us. And I think that's a lot of things. That really summarizes what we do at GeekCon is just being present. I don't mm-hmm. think people recognize you being present as a form of support that yeah. people... They don't appreciate sometimes Yeah, just being present. It's one of those things. And I was actually, I talked about this in the bathroom while I was putting on that blue makeup after fighting <laughs> with those stupid contacts. Um, but there was a lady there and she was, she and I were talking as I'm doing the makeup and I'm putting on the blue stuff. She goes, it looks great. My daughter's does this. I don't completely understand it, which we hear a lot from parents. Yeah. Of, I don't completely understand it. And she goes, but I mean, I'm, I've done this. I've done that. I've, I've like, we're just, again, we're just chatting. And I go, you know, well, well, kudos for you for trying like, it doesn't matter if you completely understand it. It doesn't matter if you completely agree with it, but you're there. Your love for your child or for your friend or your fellow man or Mm -hmm. whoever that's causing you to be present, even if you disagree with what they're doing can be important to them. Mm -hmm. Like not disagree, but well, not understanding what's happening yeah, in the yeah, fullness. Yeah. Like, I love my mother <clears throat> dearly, but she doesn't understand a lot of the geeky stuff. She Mm-mm. is not the geeky one. She is my Grey's Anatomy cooking show fr- friend. That's what we talk about. Sure. When we talk about stuff outside of normal life. My dad is my geeky friend, but she understands that I like Wonder Woman she doesn't understand why I like Wonder Woman, but she knows I like Wonder Woman. And so I get Wonder Woman stuff from her. Yeah. That's her being present. Exactly. And I think that's something, if I can, if you guys want to, can be encouraged, is look for opportunities to be present with people, even if you don't fully understand it. Um, just being there for people, mm-hmm. encouraging them in some fashion. Again, we're not talking about like if it's something that you just fundamentally disagree with. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, that's different. But if it's something that you don't understand, but you want to be there for them, you know, um, one of the hardest things I did in ministry was several years ago. We had a student who uh, was in a terrible car accident, mm. and uh, over the course of the night, passed away. Yeah, and myself and our staff member were there with the family. All night long. Yeah. 
uh, until like, I think I didn't, I didn't get home until like 7.30 in the morning. Yeah, because I had to, to leave early because I had to work. Mm-hmm. But um, my other, my fellow staff member and I, we weren't necessarily doing anything. We weren't saying anything. There's nothing you can say in the situation. Yeah. But we were present. And just being present in the moment, being a light for people, it mm-hmm. changes things and encourages them. There becomes an anchor for people yeah. just for a moment. And um, I think that's one of the most powerful things we can do is just be present with people when they're going through whatever, whether they're celebrating or grieving, being present with people and you being someone who points people back to Christ regardless. Yeah. They go, that person was there for me. Yeah. They were there celebrating with her this. They were there with me growing up. I was grieving with this. And then it opens doors. It does. We were talking about at church um, Wednesday evangelism. And they were talking about the whole, what is evangelism? Not what's an evangelist, but what is evangelism? And so they're talking about how it kind of looks different. Sometimes you're just planting seeds. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're the person who's bringing things home. But those anchor points, those being there with people, they're seeds. Right. They're seeds that are being deeply rooted Mm-hmm. You know, when you're there with somebody who's celebrating, they remember that. Right. They remember if you were there on the best day of their life. They also remember if you were there on the worst day of their life. It's true. But they remember you were there. Yeah. And as long as you are living in a way that points people back to Jesus naturally, mm-hmm. then they're also going to remember that Jesus was there. Exactly. Exactly. And it doesn't mean you're there to yell at them or to you're not necessarily preaching the gospel by laying down Romans road and yelling at them to tell them that they're going to hell. Um, one of our, one of our staff pastors, Lord's been dealing with them lately and the Lord's been dealing with them saying that people just need to know that they're loved mm. and that they're cared for. There's a, that's one of the biggest hindrance for people right now that we see Yeah, is they don't think God loves them, that God cares about them. And being present is a form of showing them that God genuinely loves and cares for them because he, he is there. Yes, God is omnipresent. He's always there. Right. Holy Spirit is present at all times. But we are present as ambassadors of God. Yeah. And that changes things for people's lives. It does. I mean, just think about it as something that a day that was terrible for you Mm -hmm. not necessarily what you were talking about earlier but just another day that was terrible god had people in the room yeah and was speaking to them Mm -hmm. and moving through them and that is our goal when we go to cons Mm -hmm. we just want to be there exactly if god opens the opportunity like he did with the lady who needed prayer right had an answer to prayer that day that day like within hours, hours, she had the answer to prayer. Right. She went from going, I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. to going, oh my God, after they prayed, something moved. Right. Now, that's not on us. Right. We were just obedient. Exactly. But we were there, so God used us. Exactly. Exactly. So good. Oh man, this is the reason why we've chopped up this podcast because the conversation with the entirety of the team, uh, 
it evolved like this. Mm-hmm. What you guys are going to hear for the next couple of weeks is going to start off what you, and you will hear my voice. I'm trying to get this thing going because I don't want it to be necessarily a lengthy conversation uh, because in my mind, the original structure was going to be, you know, much shorter. But when you have people who are passionate about the Lord and we begin mm-hmm. to talk about what the Lord has done, yeah, it comes out. Yeah. And um, this con was important to us. It was. It, it is every year. I really believe it was a shifting in geek devotions as a whole. Mm, I would agree with that. Um, this con was a geek con is a birthing place for us mm-hmm. of sorts. It was a catalyst for us of sorts. And this year we had not only were we able to be present on the floor, we were able to be present with our team and we had a panel discussion. We did. Uh, which you guys can see that discussion on our YouTube channel. We will warn you, it was not uh, geared at the camera. So <laughs> it's not, It you have to pretend like you're in the room. Yeah, absolutely. But um, out of it, there has been a lot of really interesting things that have opened up recently for mm-hmm. us. And there's some things that we're going to be revealing to you guys in the coming weeks about some really cool stuff that's taking place that we're hoping for some next steps with Geek Devotions. But the mission no matter what takes place next forward for us is the same. Yeah. We are devoted to letting people know that they're loved. Yep. Period. And that's why we were there. That's why we were present. It's because we love the people in geek culture. Yep. And even as we, because we have officially with our Patreon reached the goal of enough money to start saving for a out of town con, Mm-hmm. And as we start saving for that, when we go to an out of town con, wherever it is, that will be our goal. Mm-hmm. That will be our reasoning for being there. Exactly. Exactly. So, oh man, I'm not sure. I, I was going to ask something silly like, you know, did you get anything cool at the con? But I don't know if that's appropriate. Now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I got I got some cool stuff. But I think that the I left this con much more encouraged about geek devotions, about what we do Mm -hmm. than I have before. Yeah. Last year, I think we were riding on the high of, we had a booth. Yeah. We were excited. We were there. We were on the floor and we made some great connection with vendors. Right. But this year I feel like there was much more of a spiritual shifting happening. Like you said, God, God is moving through geek devotions. Totally. And I'm excited to see what happens, and I'm excited that we get to be a part of it. Absolutely. Well, before we head off, I do want to say a couple of quick thank yous. Uh, first off, to all of our team, uh, to John, uh, how are you, Kevin Burnham, Branson Boykin, and to um, Catherine, I'm not going to butcher her last name. Zerwinski. Zerwinski. Squid. Squid. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for your help. I want to say thank you to... Uh, John Frutiger, uh for coming down and being supportive and hanging out that weekend. And to Danny, who is Squid's roommate. Um, she got to hang out with us, and I got to spend some of, some of the Friday with her oh, yeah, and Squid. Right. And uh, just a fantastic artist and a great individual, and I love her to death. And uh, we appreciate her. Um, and uh, we hope that you enjoyed the food we fed you guys uh, while you guys were here. Um, but we also want to thank... Um, um, 
Greg Adams, yeah, the guy who runs the show. Greg did such a great job. He does a great job every year, mm-hmm. but he did such a great job of making sure everything was ran right. well and exactly. smoothly. Exactly. And he did a bang-up job. His entire team did. Thank you for providing this place for, for geeks to gather. And thank you for allowing us the opportunity to have the uh, do the panel. Yeah. Um, we really appreciated that opportunity. And uh, hopefully we can do it again. <laughs> and if we do, it'll get better. Yeah. That's what we do. Exactly. Um, also want to thank all of our devoted Patreon geeks. Yes. Um, because with your financial support, we were able to do some of the things we did at GeekCon. Yeah. And then beyond that, just everyone who supports us, period, financially or not. Yeah. You pray for us. You encourage us. You pray for us. Um, you, you guys are amazing. And... Celeste and I are so blessed and thankful. You know, when we first started uh, and we would tell people, I remember, you, you'll remember this, we were at a uh, a banquet. I'm not going to say what kind of banquet it was. Uh, <laughs> it was a spiritual banquet. And uh, I'm talking with a individual and I tell them what we do. We had just started. I think we were maybe six or seven months oh, into wait. it. This is not what I'm thinking of. I don't know what you're thinking of. And... um and I tell Lady what we do, and she goes, "Well, why would you do that?" Like, like almost like confused and disgusted at the same time. Of why would you do something like that? Like, what's the point of this thing you're doing? And I remember I was discouraged, but also like, like I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, over the years, we've had numerous people who just don't understand why we do what we do and how we do what we do. And um, some have been less encouraging than others. But we are so thankful for those who, even if they don't understand, yeah. they're present. I'm thankful for the pe- the ones that aren't present, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person where you go, well, why would you do that? <laughs> then I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> and I get more pumped up and more determined. Like, you tell me not to do something, that's probably what I'm going to do. It's just, it works with my contrary nature. <laughs> but especially the ones who are present. Yeah, totally. So I think that's all we have for this episode of Calm Talk. Um, you got anything else, Liz? No, I think I'm good. All right. I want to invite you guys. Please check out our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for, I was about to say the Gundam Watch. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Geek Devotions. We also want to invite you guys. Hey, on geekdevotions.com, we have a whole section of the Geek Devotions Podcast Network, which is um, an accidental network of podcasts that we've created. Uh, the, they speak into geek culture in various ways um, through uh, terrible movies books and now through mobile suit gundam and um we do have a new gundam episode coming up um this wednesday brand's not gonna be talking about mobile suit gundam 2 we just had an episode of the bombshell drop this past week where the it was our geek con episode and we read we read allegedly can never say it just did what uh we just released a episode on night film nice which we've had some good feedback back about really well ish so the book was night film and i had been talking to a friend of mine and she goes oh well night film's been on back order at the library for weeks so i can just listen to the podcast (laughs) and john and i both 
go because we were talking to her on Facebook. Right. She goes, and I go, no, you don't want to do that. There's there's spoilers. Do you want to just borrow my book? <laughs> she f- got it on Sunday. She finished it on Thursday wow. and was messaging me about it. She goes, okay, I'm listening to the podcast now while I fold clothes. <laughs> so That's so good. We're we're encouraging people to read. Awesome. All right, Celeste, we'll land this plane, dear. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you have loved this episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. It is very much appreciated. So until next time, stay devoted. Peace and love. Peace and love.